Hey friend, welcome to the Momfluence Podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Cacique. I'm a mom of twins, a licensed school counselor, an educator, and an entrepreneur. This is our community where we get to walk together while building a network of people and resources so we help our kids reach their personal goals and career aspirations. You'll hear episodes with tools and strategies while also sharing stories from a wide variety of experts in the field. Because truly as moms, we are our kids' most influential influencer. So come with me and let's get started. I'm so happy you're here with me today. I just want to share with you how excited I am today because our community is growing so rapidly and it's all thanks to you. You are the one sharing the word with others and I'm so thankful for that. I have a question to ask you. Do you have a top favorite episode? Do me a favor. Share it with a friend right now. All you have to do is go to our Instagram at momfluence.podcast, find your favorite episode in one of our posts, and tag them in the comment section. This way, I can personally thank you. Or you can always post it on your Instagram story and tag both of us, your friend and myself. I love seeing all the love being shared with our episodes. Our podcast was created to help you and I learn together how to encourage and motivate our own children to reach their personal goals and career aspirations. So this is now our eighth episode and we have been consistent on our weekly releases. And I'm so beyond grateful for the opportunity to talk to you on a weekly basis. It's our one-on-one time together. I love that you find time to listen to our episode, whether you're going for a walk, driving to and from work, or waiting on the drop-off or pickup line at school. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you for finding time for us to connect. Speaking of connect, that is what I want to talk to you about today, about building connection with our children. So before I get started, I do want to make a small disclaimer. I am not the be-all, know-all mom. As a matter of fact, quite the contrary. That was one of the core ideas behind our podcast, was to find resources for all of us momfluencers out there, while also building community with other parents, mentors, experts, and others who can help us through this journey of parenting. And along the way, I'm finding that we are finding our own path as well as individuals. So it all started with a small idea of wanting to help our children, and it now has grown into a bigger mission of helping all of us grow together. Yes, momfluencers, for us too. This podcast helps us, me included, in our own personal, family, and career life. My life too has changed because of this podcast, and I am thankful to you who are listening week after week. If I ever have any slight doubt about what I do and why I do it, I just look at our stats and I'm beyond impressed at how it is so naturally and organically growing. This weekend, I was out with some friends, and just as we were talking about the podcast, I received a notification that we have reached the 200 download mark. Can you believe that? Congratulations, friend, for helping me grow our network of mentors and experts in the field of momfluence. 
So you and I can be our kids' most influential influencer. By the way, when I say mentors, I refer this title to those who have walked before us and have so much great knowledge and experience to share with us. And not because they're perfect, but because they too have made mistakes along the way and have also made some really good choices that they're wanting to share that wisdom with us. The ugly, the bad, and the good. And yes, it was intentional for me to say it backwards because ultimately, we should all find the good in our parenting journey even after we walk through a messy season. Friend, I am beyond humbled by this growth that we have had in just a little over a month of building our community together. How cool is that, right? So friend, if you did not catch it earlier, I will repeat it one more time for you. I am not the know-all, be-all, expert in the field of parenting. I am just like you. My life is not perfect, but it is rather just as crazy, just as busy, sometimes even questionable, just like everyone else is. But through our conversations with our guest speakers and my conversations with you, I think we're really building something that is bigger than we ever imagined. It is like going on a journey together, knowing that you're not alone. Whether it's through personal communication that I've had with our listeners, creating content for you, or while listening to our wonderful guest speakers, sometimes even on replay. (laughs) I always walk out inspired and motivated. My forte is not being the expert, but rather knowing how and to who to ask the right questions. Seeking out mentors to help me and encourage me in my journey as a parent and building a community of like-minded individuals who want to live a life in the present with their kids, loved ones, and themselves. Our life already has so much chaos and busyness that it leaves us no other option than to be intentional. So friend, I want to go ahead and get started on our episode for today, which is about building trust when we communicate specifically with our kids. But as you have probably experienced already with our previous episodes, what we discuss can really be applied in a multitude of areas of our lives. But for this topic, we'll focus on our kids. So last week on episode seven, a conversation on children's mental health with licensed psychologist, Dr. Gushanis. If you have not checked it out yet, I highly recommend you put pause on this episode and go listen to that one first. We had a wonderful conversation where she shared with us so much knowledge in regards to our children's mental health. That is one of the episodes that I feel I will have on replay for myself. So much great information. In that conversation that I had with her, it was very clear that having good communication with our children is essential in regards to mental health. In previous episodes, I have already brought up the topic of communication when we spoke about having raw conversations in episode 6. And spoiler alert, next week we will have a guest speaker who will be talking about a wide variety of topics, especially for those parents with older children, children already in college, children who don't quite fit the traditional school learning modality, children with athletic strengths, collegiate athletes, and so much more. You won't want to miss next week's episode. But in that conversation too, you will hear our guest speaker, 
talk about intentional conversations with our kids. Do you see a pattern here? Yes, friend, intentional conversations are key. And trust me, yes, my life is also super busy and if we don't make intentional practices of talking to our kids, I don't know about you, but it just doesn't happen. Anything that is intentional has to start with our conscious mind. And unfortunately, a lot of our day-to-day activities are sometimes done unconsciously and in a normal routine basis. So yes, we do have to be intentional about having conversations with our kids. And if you make it intentional, over time, it will become something that you do unconsciously and part of your normal day-to-day life. We don't want to wait to have a conversation when something is wrong. No, friend. Let's make it as part of our normal day-to-day practice with our children. Good communication between you and your child will create a positive relationship and will make it easier for you to talk about difficult topics as they get older. So you know what that means? It means you can start right now. We are creatures of habit, so if we do this early on, it will reap so many benefits in the long run. So let me tell you why I think we have to be intentional. I don't know about you, friend, but I do recall when my kids were younger, we used to talk all the time. I mean, that was the way we communicated with them, when we were teaching them, encouraging them, and motivating them. Then they start going to school and this is where the busyness starts. At least it did for me. Getting ready for school, dropping them off at school, picking them up, giving them a snack because they're hangry right after school. They have to do homework, um, evening activities, sports, uh, us parents preparing dinner, bedtime routine, and the list goes on then that's when you realize there's no time left in the day. So no matter how intentional we were in the younger years of their lives and how easy it was to do so as part of our daily routine, life then just happens and takes over. And as I've mentioned in many episodes, there are seasons of life where it's a lot more busier than others. So if we're not intentional, our communication with our children tends to be one of the easiest things to fade out because there's just no time. So when can we build this habit of communication with our kids? Well, it depends on the season of life you're in right now and your schedule, of course, but it's probably easier to talk with them when one, they're most willing to talk to you and two, when it can be part of your daily schedule that it's already set in place. And sometimes, or often, you will have to readjust depending on the season. So let me go back to the first point I made of communicating when they're most willing to talk to you. So my twins are completely different. I've mentioned this, I think, a couple of times. And one twin in particular, their best time to talk is right before bedtime. There is something about being in their comfort zone, in their room, at the end of the night, that they're just more open and willing to talk to us. Now, to be quite honest, it's probably when I least want to talk because I am ready for bed myself. But again, it's about doing what's best for them and being intentional about it. The other twin loves to talk just as soon as I pick them up from school and as we walk back to the car. I get an earful. But 
here's something that I realized after my conversation with Dr. G last week and that she made a really good point on. We have to find out what our kids are wanting from us in the moment when they're conversing with us. Do they want us to just listen? Are they asking for feedback or just want a hug from us? That was life-changing for me because, of course, my personality would immediately cause me to put on my helper hat on and find a solution when I felt one was needed. And now that I think about it, more often than not, they just want me to listen. Yup, that's right. Stop talking, Sonia, and just listen more. So what about you, friend? When does your child like to talk and communicate most with you? Do they want you to listen, provide feedback, give advice, or just be there for support and offer empathy? That's a lot to think about, but it can definitely build on our communication skills with them. And hey friend, that's actually a good skill all around for our life and communication with our loved ones, partner, friends, colleagues, and the list goes on. Here's the other thing that I realized recently as well that there is also a time for providing feedback and advice, even if that's exactly what they're looking for. When your kids are sharing something with you, it might not be the right moments to provide that feedback. I know one of my twins, the one that likes to talk to my hubby and I right before bedtime, even if something is shared with us earlier during the day and we know that they want feedback or want an advice from us, more than likely, They don't want it in the moment of their venting session. So we too have to bite our tongue and wait for that particular moment of quietness when they're ready to listen. So each child has their own way and time of communicating and their own availability and openness to receive feedback from us. Now, the really cool part is when you find a time that everyone is pretty open to conversing, sharing their day and their feelings. For us, that has been during walks together or bike rides, probably because both of my kids, hubby and even myself, are busybodies and hard to keep still. So the comfort of doing something like walking or biking is relaxing, entertaining, and it allows us to connect better with a good conversation. Now that I think about it, I think that's something I need to put on my list for these next couple of weeks because the weather is just so beautiful for us right now. And... I mentioned putting it on the calendar because you know the drill. If it doesn't get put on the schedule, it doesn't happen. The earlier we normalize our daily conversation with our kids, the better. As our child grows and develops and things start getting a little bit more complicated in their life, then they will have that comfort that has already been set in place with us in our daily communication together. And the last point I wanted to bring up and mainly a reminder for myself, is to not be judgmental. As I mentioned earlier, I like to jump in and help my child to avoid any additional pain or hurt. But in the moment, that is also sending a signal of judgment, that they need help. Ouch, (laughs) that hurts even saying it. I mentioned in our episode six on raw conversations that the most open and honest we are to our children even in our own rough seasons of life, the more comfortable they will feel knowing that they won't be judged when they too encounter a rough season. Modeling our behavior and showing them that we too make mistakes, 
have rough moments in our life and also have to at times overcome obstacles, it will provide the greatest teaching more than a long lecture. What they see in our behavior is more important than what we say. Friend, I'm so happy we had this conversation today and please listen to next week's episode with Megan Edinger. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can get the alert as soon as it is released next Thursday. She has so much knowledge to share with us. I'm telling you, you're going to need to put that one on replay as well. Friend, I love you so much. I hope you have an unbelievably awesome week. And as always, I will talk to you soon. Hi, friend. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share it with a mom friend. Send it to her right now. Or even better, tag me on your Instagram story so I can personally thank you for helping me build our community. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Let's keep in touch and I'll talk to you soon. Adios.